Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Real Estate Podcast proudly presents Episode 5. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm Travis. Fuck you guys, I'm not doing it again. (laughs) And I'm Griffin. (laughs) That was great. So, uh, what did we watch, Adam? (laughs) Uh, What did we watch? (laughs) The Adventures of Baron Munchausen, I think. Munchausen. Munchausen. Yeah. The the Terry Gilliam film. Nineteen eighty eight, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And um Wow. What an adventure it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus um, Christ. I think this motherfucker was stretching the truth just a little bit. Like <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit, man. I kept uh, waiting for his nose to get bigger. I was like, eh, any minute now. Yeah, right. Um, this movie, like I said in the last podcast. It takes place on a Wednesday. <laughs> it takes it's <laughs> you know? definitely a Wednesday, yeah. Um, it's a Wednesday kind of movie. Yeah, I, I watched it when I was a kid, and I fucking loved it. And, you know, like I said, I was interested to see how it holds up. Got to be honest. It does hold up to me. <laughs> uh, I enjoy. I think I enjoyed it more watching it as an adult than I did watching it as a kid. This is the first time I've ever seen it. This is right. the second time I've seen it. This is the second time I've seen it. So I was late to the party as well. So first time watching it, Adam. <laughs> what was your thoughts? Um, I was upset that I didn't get to see it when I was a kid. Right, because. You know, it was an adventure. Oh, yeah. To the nth degree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was an, ad- you- it was an adventure and a half. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it was, it was chock full suspense, romance. I had it all, man. Yeah. The full, like superheroes, pretty much. It, it was it like, it was like if you took. It even had Robert Williams. It's probably the closest thing we've probably ever had to a live-action Looney Tunes. Yeah, right? Um, I didn't get that, but (laughs) I see why you would say that. (laughs) I kept Um, waiting for somebody to drop an anvil on somebody's head. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Paint a a circle on the wall and run through it like a tunnel. (laughs) um, ah, What was the character's name that could run? Oh, uh, Bert Hart, I think. Yeah. Barthold. That was yeah. Barthold. Barto. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> we're probably getting it wrong, but it doesn't matter. They'll, they know by now. Yeah, legs. But, <laughs> he got legs. He know how to use them. Just whenever it would do the long shot of him just no. hauling ass, no. and you would see the the, the the cartoon you know depiction of dust kicking up over one hill, then yeah. the further one, oh. then the, like practical was, effects. For the sure, movie like, was the movie's detail was great for when it came out. Like it, it looks was, like it had a large budget. Well, before like in between the the two watchings that I had seen, I'd looked it up before, and the movie the movie was a bomb. It bombed yeah. in the box office, but the movie was very expensive. It had like a of course like give or take a twenty million or more budget, and that was and in like, the eighties. And it ended up being like forty million at the end of the day. Yeah. So, um, 
And you can, I mean, you can see where every bit of that money went. Like, every, the whole screen, something's going on. Like, it's very... Oh, yeah. The sets were huge. It's got a lot of movement, you know? Like, you, yeah, like everything. Like, everybody's doing something, you know? It really, yeah. though, it was like a play. <laughs> yeah, right. The whole like, movie I, was like a play. I would love to go see, like, a play version of this movie. I, th- I think it can be done. I would love to see it. Um, it was just sound stage after sound stage after sound stage. Like. All right. So um, after after the second time watching it, Travis, after the most recent time, honestly, the absurd parts of the movie was really funny, <laughs> but it's I don't know diminishing was, returns. I guess that's the best way to put it. I was, I think I've had my fill of the Baron Munch, of Munchausen. <laughs> um, the movie left me wanting to watch like Hook and I, even I, even I, Time Bandits. I said the same thing to Griffith though that about Hook. I was like Peter Pan. It had a real, <laughs> you know, it had that feel, like yeah, the way it was shot. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It uh, it reminded me a lot of um, Princess Bride on crack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was like, a, that was that was a, his Princess Bride. Yeah. Oh yeah. He and watched he Princess Bride. He was like, I can do better than that. Yeah. And with the older guy, not um, young dude. The Baron was cool. Yes. I mean, well, he was cool. Well, let, let's talk about this for a second, like. This takes place in a war, or during a war, a battle. And, yeah, the yeah the uh, the city's being uh, is under siege. Yes, by the, by the by Turks. The, yeah, the Turks, <laughs> the young Turks. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, this yeah History right after election itself. day. Yeah, um, and there's a play happening, and the people that live in this this town, this city, go to the play. And it's the tellings of the Baron's adventures. Yeah. And the Baron rolls up. Baron and, and like, sons. Yeah. And it's a daughter. And yeah. She's, why do you say sons? Yeah. Because daughter that, doesn't sound good. <laughs> Where's my brother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he's looking for his daughter and opens that door and she's just standing there. And, or she's sitting there and he's like, she's like, where's my brother? And he's like, what are you talking about, child? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Um. So the Baron shows up, and he's the like, this, yeah. "Yeah, he's like, this is this is all wrong. Y'all are not even doing it right. You're not even telling the story right." He gets up on stage, and he's like, "This is how it really went." So we 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 jump back in time for a minute. Him before, hanging out. Before we do so, we should probably point out that the play version of Munchausen, his the the way they were showing scenes of the play. The stories were already pretty ridiculous themselves. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and cla- and like that that classic Gilliam fashion, it just gets weirder. Yeah, he was like, yeah. like he was like poppycock. <laughs> it was way more ridiculous than that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> oh, another thing that has to be mentioned too is he tells the townspeople and everybody that he's the reason that the Turks are pissed off and attacks. So he starts city. from the beginning. Yeah, where he so took he their gold. Yeah, so they show up and he's hanging out with um, 
let's say what what the would sultan he be? of swing the sultan yeah yeah, the yeah. Sultan, sultan of swing for sure yeah. and he's like what do you think of this wine and the baron's like eh, i've had, I've had better. better yeah <laughs> and then uh he's like let's make a wager he's I the can... precursor to chuck norris yeah right. <laughs> for, for younger generations that probably don't care about watching this movie but like yeah he's by the time he gets to where he's talking to the Sultan, you you kind of figure he's the Chuck Norris of this, yeah. <laughs> this film. He's just utterly ridiculous, and his his his, his posse is even more more oh, so. Yeah. Oh God, they, the little midget. They, what was like, the midget's name? Gustav. Yeah, Gustav. I think. Gustav. Yeah. Yeah. When Gustavus. Gustavus. That was it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gustavus. So. All right, so um, he 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 has a wager with the with the Grand Turk, and um, says that he can get the finest bottle of wine in an hour. Yeah, and he's like, "All right." He's like, uh, "If you lose, I'm gonna cut your head off. But if you win, you can have as much as much of my riches as the strongest man can carry." And yeah. The, and the Baron's like, oh, okay. <laughs> he like, you know, he like twirls his mustache. Hmm, you yeah. know? Like, every, what's funny is every time he smiles, his tooth shimmers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he, he opens the window and his little posse is sitting outside playing cards, just chilling. And he's like, he tells Berthold, that's his name, Berthold, to come up there. Who he's walks around weight. with his... Well, yeah, with his ankles bound to weights, like because yeah. he's so fast, he is the fastest man alive. I think that this is like um, spun off from an episode of The Flash where he went back Dude, and changed. <laughs> when he started running in place, yes. I realized right then and there what kind of movie I was watching. Like <laughs> right. I was like, okay. It's like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, right. Because I still was like, what is going on here? Like, <laughs> what? I had no idea what this was going to be like. He All runs right. so fast. He that fucking he digs. busts a hole through the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then just takes off. He's gone. Just, yeah. Like, he Sonic the Hedgehog the fuck out of there. Yeah, right. And then they're just chill. What's, this was so funny. I laughed so hard. He's like, so as we're waiting... He's like, I'm gonna play you this uh, symphony that I've constructed, yeah. <laughs> and he will, he wills out this torture chamber. <laughs> Got these prisoners a, in it. Yeah, hooked up to an organ, and the prisoners' moans is part of the symphony that he has constructed. Yeah, yeah. There's is, knives that 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 hit yeah, the thing hit the guy and, on top of the head. It is the greatest thing I've ever seen, and it lasted the full hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. we can't forget that hourglass scene where he flipped that hourglass and the Baron had a little mini glass, and like he had it around his neck. I was like, it's, a, it's like a pocket watch hourglass. <laughs> that was a good oh, touch. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. So, um, time's running out. He he whistles, and his horse busts in there. He gets on the horse. It jumps out of the window, <laughs> which makes no sense. And this window is really like fifty like, feet off the ground. Yeah. And oh, the horse. The, the horse stumbles. It's the only like, window ugh. that's there, mind you, in the palace. It's the only window. <laughs> the horse almost buckles. Like. Yeah. He's like, damn, that was a tough job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he comes down there to his other posse, where he has yeah. uh, Adolphus. 
who is who can hit a bullseye halfway around the world. He's got a good eye. He's got a real good eye. <laughs> and then um, Gustavus is listening. He's like, he's 900 miles away. He put his ear he's to like, the ground. <laughs> yeah. He he's snoring. Yeah, I can hear him snoring from here. He's like, he's asleep. Like and, the, the, and the one guy's like, oh, I, have, I hope he hasn't been in it. He's talking about the bottle. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're pretty much the Avengers with practical abilities that would be useful, like, yeah. really. Yeah, right. So, uh, uh, Adolphus, Adolphus, however you pronounce his name, shoots an apple out of the tree, wakes dude up, dude runs, gets back in time, Turk drinks the wine, and he's like, you're right, you win. And they were about Didn't to cut they? his head off. Oh, which was There's hilarious. one grain of sand, like, going around the circle. <laughs> yeah. And he's right. like, am I late? <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is they, all right, so during the symphony, um, they bring the... Um, what would you call it? Executioner in there? Yeah, with a little midget that was. <laughs> the midget was dragging. For some him reason, the executioner's blindfolded. Well, he had his eyes sewn shut. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, and every time he was getting ready to swing, he kept getting off. And, yeah. and the little, the little He's guy like, had to straight, yeah, straighten him up this way. Oh, the whole time though. <laughs> The little dude was back there, like measuring his neck, marking it, like <laughs> yeah. finding the yeah. sweet spot. He got pain out and drew a line on his neck, but it doesn't matter because the executioner's eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like once again, once again, the Looney Tune nature of the. Well, it's very British. Very. Oh, incredibly. It's very British humor. Very. <laughs> so uh yeah dude shows up uh goes in there and the the last member of the posse um albert alberched i think that's muscle. how you pronounce it yeah the muscle they put all the gold Literally everything. All of everything. it. Like they when they leave the room, it pans out, it's empty. The most ridiculous way Wait. you could imagine someone carrying everything in the room. We're on wrong. His back. We're wrong because there was one coin, and when they leave, the guy stuck it in his pocket. Like, here you go. He goes, here's a tip. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they And leave. the Baron is proud of himself. Yeah. He's like, I He's just smiling, pulled one over. Tooth shimmering. <laughs> so, um,. He tells the Turk that uh, the dude tells the Turk that um, they've stolen all the money. And he not bitch really slaps stolen. his head off like whoosh, it's yeah. gone. He, and it lands in a chick's lap, and, and, he and the chick looks down and he winks. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "I'm dead here. Let's get it going." You know? Yeah. My tongue <laughs> so, still uh, works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so the Turk tells them to uh, to stop him. Stop. And then they come out there, and then Gustavus displays his power, where he can apparently inhale and then exhale yeah. at like a hundred mile per hour winds. He or can something. blow people down. <laughs> yeah, super breath. Yeah, super yeah so breath. he can hear and he can blow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's this dude's powers. You know. Oh so, wait, wait. We did forget. I have to say this because it was something that I thought was funny. Whenever he's trying to take the shot, uh, what's the midget's name? Oh, yeah. Gustavus. He's yeah, he was like his twitching his ear. He's like, two kicks to the left. You know, the wind speed. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those big ears are radar. Ding, 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 ding. Um, 
So anyway, that's why the Turks pissed. He's sieging the city because like 20 years ago, the Baron stole all his money and shit or, you know, took it all out of the vault. Um, so the Baron, during this whole thing, the Baron's up there telling the story the way it really was while the actors for the play are acting it out, which, you know, it cuts to like real life flashback type thing, whatever, which was kind of a cool transition. That was a really cool transition where it shows that guy walking out and then the camera pan, pans around and it's, everything's different. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. so then anyway, while he's telling the story, it gets disrupted. Uh, mortar shells, like causing like all kinds of damage to the place that, the, you know, where they're having the play at and everything, the theater. And everybody starts freaking out, running away. And he's like, everybody come back, come back. And, uh, so the little girl, which is uh, the bar- the play baron's daughter, is um, looking for the baron, and he's backstage, and he's got death, the grim reaper, yeah, whatever, standing over him, like trying to like steal his soul, I guess. No doctors. No doctors. He wanted to and, die. Yeah, he was ready to go. And she, like, throws a candle at this thing, and, and it explodes, <laughs> which I don't know how that makes yeah. sense. But um, then she's like, come on, I want to hear the rest of the story. I want to hear the rest of the story. And he's like, nobody wants to hear my stories. And she's like, no, I do. Tell me. And she's like, he's like, no, leave me, let me die. I'm I was thinking the die. same thing. I'm like, I want to hear the rest of it. Like, yeah, I'm, right. I'm here. We got, like, we got, like, two hours left. Yeah, let's make it happen. So, uh, anyway... He's like, all right, I'll tell you, the, you know, I'll tell you the rest of the story, you know, whatever. And um, they get up and they run outside to the wall. And then he's like, men, you're supposed to be like, you know, taking this mortar fire out. And they're like, oh, well, we don't fight on Wednesday. And he's like, what? <laughs> you don't fight on Wednesday. So he drops a cannonball in the thing and it launches and he flies with the cannonball <laughs> over the battlefield. Drops the cannonball as it's about to hit, and he gets intercepted by another enemy cannonball, and it flies him back to where he was. <laughs> like he is such a badass. Yeah, right and the now, little girl's right? like, "Did anybody see that? He really is the Baron." And they're like, yeah, "No, right. I didn't see it." And even the Baron's like, "No, yeah, didn't happen. It didn't happen. Yeah." And uh, his uh, the dad was like, "Why are you always tell?" He picks he picks the daughter up and puts her in a suitcase. <laughs> Yeah. Stay right here. Quit lying. Um, then the girls come over, start flattering the Baron. Hey, Baron, save us if you're such a Baron, you know? Yeah. And uh, he's like, all right, I will, but I'm going to need your, uh, what, knickers? Yeah. Careful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say any big words yeah. on the podcast. Anyway, he needed the N word. So. He needed the knickers. So, um, he constructed a hot air balloon he did. out of women's lingerie att- now, attached to the... Wait a minute. There's like <laughs> four women. Yeah, and they make a, a hot, a gigantic hot <laughs> gigantic, air balloon. Gigantic, man. Like, how much underwear do they have? Yeah, for real. Like, and, and they're poor. So you assume that they only have one, maybe two pairs. Oh, I bet that hot air balloon had the worst smell Ever. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, I bet yeah. that, that hot air balloon's a little musty. 
Yeah, you can tell they haven't took a bath in like months. Probably smell it coming. Yeah. <laughs> From a mile away. You smell it before you see it. It's like, holy <laughs> shit. So no. they take off. No, go ahead. Oh. Well, they, so they take off in the hot air balloon. The girl's missing. Don't know where she is. Don't know where she is. He picks up a bag to throw it off to lose some weight. She's in the bag. Yeah. She's dangling from the anchor. Barely. Yeah, by the back of her shirt. And his old ass pulls her up onto the boat. I'm like, this dude's going to break a hip or something. (laughs) Yeah. So um, they get into some some roughness in, in the air on the hot air balloon. It snaps, and they wind up in the ocean. Because they said that they're going to the moon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On a hot he's, air balloon. Yes. So but so he tells the women that he's going to go find his servants. He calls these guys his servants that have all these powers. And then he, um, so they're going to the moon to find uh, Berthold, which is the last place that the Baron has seen him. Yeah, where he left him. <laughs> yeah, where he left him. <laughs> 20 years ago. Yeah, so they drop into the ocean, and the ocean turns to sand, and they're on the moon. Yeah. And these people on the moon. There's something else. (laughs) Holy shit. Robin Williams is the king of the moon. Yeah. And And boy, is he. (laughs) (laughs) So so apparently... They their heads detach from their bodies so that they can think freely without the, you know, well, yeah, without the temptations of the flesh, I guess. Yeah, it's, yeah. So anyway, the head greets him, so he can think <laughs> with the right head. Yeah, not there the wrong. Go. Well, well, the body is doing the thinking of the wrong head yeah. because because the bear they're on the they're they're in the the ship and it like comes into this. The, the city, the the city on the moon is like cardboard cutout city. Uh, it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's like weird. moving around and shit. Like it's yeah. cornering, it's cornering them in too. Like, yeah, and it, it it corners them in, and then King of the Moon shows up, and it's just the head, and he's being all fancy talking oh, yeah. to him. <laughs> and then um, the ship disappears. They're standing on like a giant table, or whatever it is, like a giant whatever in this room and the the queen comes out and the body's like come here come here yeah, chasing her around <laughs> yeah like come on let me have a little piece of this action right now and she's like stop stop it stop and um and 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 i should note that by this point in the film if it hasn't already happened a couple times already at least for me on both watches i was like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, for real, right? Like, well, it's one other, of the other than the Baron recounting his stories. Yeah, you you really don't know what you're watching, other than just a a really artfully done trip, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's a tall tale to the to the thousandth degree, I guess. <laughs> so, um. Anyway, I kept waiting to, for a blue ox that that would change colors. Yeah, right. You like what? What did Paul Bunyan shows up? Yeah, he's like, "Hey guys, remember me?" Yeah, and the Baron's like, "Of course, I remember you." <laughs> yeah, and he smiles and the little shimmer happens. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> Nappy juice. So, 
So uh, whenever the King of the Moon's body comes over there and reattaches the head to the body. Straight up grabs he, Robin Williams by the mouth. Pulls <laughs> yeah, him down. Trying, pulls him onto it and spins the head back on. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that was yeah, this was Yeah, it was a... It was a classic Robin Williams, oh. just batshit crazy performance. Yeah. Like where it was incredible. It was awesome. It was incredible. So come to find out, he cages the girl and the Baron in a cage because the Baron tried to make off with the King of the Moon's wife, which, by the way, like are way bigger than him. Huge. Way like, bigger. <laughs> Like at least like what a hundredth the time oh, it's the size of them, it's a not, giant. Yes, like I mean giant to the giant yeah, degree, like beanstalk giant. Like yeah, and so he imprisons them. The queen comes in. The queen. They find Berthold. He's like under the somehow. He's living under the floorboards of this like dome, like sphere of a jail cell. Yeah, and he don't remember it's anything. Moon jail, but, man. Yeah, it's Moon Joe for sure. So uh, he don't remember shit. Yeah, he don't remember anything. And he's like, "I'm the Baron." Battled, battled. He says that so many times. Um, So they they find him, and then the Queen comes in there, just the head, and she's making like, "Oh, Oh, she's moaning." Oh yeah, she's. Oh, she still she still loves the Baron. Well, they're like, "Where's your body?" And she's like, "It's back with the King." Yeah. They're seeking more fleshly desires. Well, and the little girl's like, why is she moaning like that? And he's like, he's tickling her feet, which he really was. (laughs) It cuts to him. (laughs) How funny was that? It cuts to him. That was such such great misdirection. He was going to town on those feet. Yes. And um, (laughs) he had a feather. Tickle, 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 tickle. He's like, like, I see you moving, but I don't hear your voice. And then... um, he looks at the head and he goes, where's your head, darling? Did I knock it off? And he's the looking around. Baron. Yeah. So then he's after the Baron. And he gets some damn weird-ass mechanical three-headed bird yeah. eagle. Fucking whatever. Bust in. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, so they're, they're chasing him around. Oh, the queen gives the Baron a lock of her hair after, they, after uh, she helps him escape, which is like, Gigantic, yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, uh, anyway, the king of the moon's chasing them. Uh, they split up, the bird splits in half, crashes. What did they, what did they that, do to make the bird split? They did something. Well, he threw the, he threw that whole javelin thing at him, and uh, Bert Hold ran into it, knocked himself out. The baron's like, You go that way, I'll go this yeah, way. And then the, they split trying to go after him. Yeah, yeah. The, the the king of the moon's like, you can have this one here, and you, you can have this one here. And you can have my favorite. You can have the little girl, which is weird because, like, if you have a beast of that size, why would you feed the beast a child? It's a machine. Less, yeah, exactly. Why does yeah. it eat people at all? Yeah. Like, Ex- yeah, right. Not even alive. Like, yeah. So uh, they get off the moon. Wait. <laughs> No, yeah. when they're when they're doing the rope. Oh my yeah. They're going down the rope and he's like, We're out of rope and he's like, Here. He's like, Where'd you get this? He's like, I cut it off from the top. 
And he's like, what do you mean you cut it off from the top? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, that's why you're so smart. You're the Baron. You're like, you just, and then then you see the Baron fall behind him. Like, yeah. Well, what's funny is they tie the hair to the tip top of the moon. Like, cause the moon was in the crescent shape, ties it to the top of the moon. And they're going to like lower, they're going to climb down to earth basically. Now, Now this sequence for its time was really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It still looks cool. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, There's just like, you see like lines and just, I don't know what type of style you would call it. Like geometric, I guess. Yeah. Early CG. Early. (laughs) Like, like there's a screen behind them, like a real one. Like, yeah. Like various constellations swimming around in space. Oh yeah. When they were falling, I'm like, this is space. Like, yeah. How can they breathe? (laughs) <laughs> you can you, you you would be able like it you can see where he visits that type of aesthetic again when he in in his more recent film that came out a few years ago that imaginarium of, what did uh, i say Dr. the other night griffin Parnassus. yeah the other night i was uh, like this was like that like yeah uh, like the uh the jellyfish in space sequence yeah yeah well the whole movie yeah. kind of had that feel right when it was yeah. shot like like a play <laughs> man it was like each scene was a play well, yeah. And it did, and it did, it did do a good job of kind of taking you far away from kind of the plot of the movie, which was that there, oh. <laughs> there was a war going on. Yeah. yeah, right. I forgot all about that until the end. Like, yeah, for real. So, um, <coughs> so they fall, they fall, and they fall into a volcano. Yeah, which has um, Vulcan. Yeah. So the Roman god Vulcan. Yeah, he's like, we're looking for a, a big, strong, tall man. He's like, we're all strong and tall here. And then the Baron comes up there, and they're not. Like, yeah, well, it's so funny because when they land, there's like a giant. They, they make a crater from landing, like in a cartoon. And then they all. What's funny? Wait, before that even happens, he is. He's a god, but he's haggling with these people about how much their pay is. Yeah, you haven't had a raise in ten thousand years. What do you need one yeah. now? He's haggling with these people about their raise. Baron crashes. They make a crater. And he walks over and he's like, yeah, I'm looking for a big, strong man. He's like, we're all big and strong here. The Baron walks out of the crater and he's taller than everybody there. And they come up to like his his shoulder. Yeah, right. So um, Vulcan's like, you know, come and eat. And then, um, you know, the black dude, (laughs) the strong dude is like the – what, like a like waiter almost. He's like bringing yeah. food out. And he's like, hey, Bear, what's up? You know, this is what I do now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and Baron's like, hey, like we got to go and save the city. And he's like, oh, eh. no, sir. He went yeah. John Coffee on him quick. Like, <laughs> no, sir. Yeah, I, and, in I, case, yeah. and, in case, and in case you haven't figured it out by now, you know, he's like, he's getting the band back, you know? like He yeah. was. He was getting the band back together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's funny was he was like, he's like, you know, you want the gold? I don't have it. It's gone. I gave it all yeah. away to charity. Because <laughs> right? I, I was thinking that, like, he tells the townspeople that the reason the Turk is mad because they stole or they got all the gold. Well, where did it all go? Well, that comes full circle. Yeah. I was I was wondering that the whole time. I was like, where's all this money at? Yeah. Can they just give it back? You know, does the Baron have it in his pocket? Yeah. With that fucking pocket watch. Hourglass. <laughs> yeah. I want He's one of those. 
Yeah, right. How long? You know, was, an hour? Oh shit! I get to use this. <laughs> People's like, why do you have that? Why? Why not? Everybody needs this. You pull your monocle out. You're like, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so uh, during the Baron trying to convince dude to come back with him, then like a clamshell pops up out of this like fountain thing in the corner and, and spits it, up Uma Thurman. Yeah, Uma Thurman naked. And she's the Baron falls in love. Queen Venus. Yeah, she's floating around. Goddess Venus. And they start dancing, hovering. Yeah, like you could clearly see the wire coming out of the Baron's back though, because his jacket was pulled up. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) But they dance for a long time. Yeah, little girl's (laughs) like Baron, get down here. Yeah, we got to. That's another thing. Every time she's like, we got to go. And Baron's like, we're having fun here. And she's like, but the city, the city's fine. And it cuts back to the city. It's not fine. Just just destroyed. (laughs) Like they're like not holding back on trying to sage this thing. So, uh, I mean, let's be uh, real. The Baron, he's really (laughs) about the Baron. Like, yeah, he's all about number one. Yeah, for sure. And if you're not first, you're last. Like he's yeah. <laughs> he's not yeah, the right. Baron, dude. Yeah. And these like his servants, like, you know, Bert holding all them, they're like, All right, you know, we're all badasses, but yeah, we'll hang out with you. Which well, is he's kind the of mouthpiece. Weird. Yeah, he's the talker. Yeah. He's the money. Yeah. <laughs> he's the money for sure. So but yeah, he starts macking on uh Uma Thurman. They start kissing, and um, Vulcan. Well, the little flips. girl figures out. How, he's like, I know how to get him down. He goes up there. He's kissing your wife. And oh. he's like, <laughs> <laughs> steam comes out of his ears. Yeah. Cartoon style. So he throws him out. Throws him out of the volcano into like a water. It was like a water, the water, but it had like a, a whirlpool in the middle of it. Yeah that like sucked them to the other side of the earth and they're trying to swim, but their legs are sticking out of the water because they're upside down, I guess. I don't know. Buoyancy's weird. Yeah, anyway, was- <laughs> <laughs> so they're chilling. Everything's going to be cool. You know, he's got Burt Holt. He's got, you know, big black dude. A island starts waking up. Yeah. And eats them. It's a fish. And a it big fish. A, a giant fish. Yeah. So they're in the belly, the of belly the of the whale. Yeah. And there's a pirate ship in the belly. Yeah, a full-size it, ship. Yeah, like it's just chilling. And God knows how long it's been there. It oh, looks wow. rough. Yeah, right. They go in there. The Baron's all, Ugh, I don't feel too good. No doctors, no doctors. Um, Aldolphus and Gu- Gustavus is in there playing cards, waiting to die. <laughs> for, some reason, <laughs> for some reason, Aldolphus talks like like he got punched um, in the throat, like Donald Duck. <laughs> He's he like Smeagol. Like yeah, and Gustavus like has a little horn that he hears out of. Yeah, they're old. Like, They've been there yeah. a while. Yeah, like twenty years. They didn't age least. well inside that fish. Yeah. Yeah, what were they eating? Like whatever he swallowed, oh, like I don't fish. Know. Or... Yeah, mm. yeah. Where'd that? How'd that ship get in there? Yeah, for real, it swallowed an entire ship. Yeah. <laughs> so 
So, um, because Terry Gilliam. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, Baron's like, we can get out of this. I'm feeling better. No doctors. I'm feeling better. He pulls out a pinch of snuff will do you. No, wait. First, he's just going to sit down and play cards. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's when the, the, the kid was like, hey, what about the city? He's like, he's like hey. I got a good hand, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like, ah, oh, the city will be fine. And it's just still getting destroyed. People getting just murked yeah. on the daily. Body count's going up. <clears throat> so he pulls, he's pinch of snuff will do you. He pulls it out. It causes the fish to sneeze. And for some reason, it only sneezes the Baron, his servants, and the girl out. The The ship didn't go with it. The other passengers of the ship that he's playing cards with didn't go with it. It's just them. And it conveniently shoots them close to the beach where the, the, the siege is taking place, where the city's at. Right? Yeah. So, um... They fight the Turkish army. Like, they take them on. Yeah, right there on the beach. Yeah, it's five dudes and a little girl, you know. She's pulling uh, her weight. Yeah, she's doing good. She's going to be something when she grows up. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) she's going to be all right. So um, what was cool was, like, there's, there's shipwrecks out there. The black dude grabs them by the anchors, pulls them all together, and swings them. Round and round and round and round and round. <laughs> like, I don't even understand how fast you have to be <coughs> to get a ship out of the bottom of the ocean yeah. into the air to throw it. So, But anyway, he throws it, takes a bunch of people out. Baron's trying to talk to Grand Turk, like, look, man, let's do that. He's like, nah, man, you, you got all my money. Like, this is happening, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, I want I'm your not head. Gonna, yeah. They bring they bring the dude back in there. He's got his eyes sewn shut. Ugh. And um, now this was over twenty years ago. Yeah, this oh, yeah, broke sure. ass Turk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. still pissed about this money. Like yeah, like he never got any more money from anyone else. Like he was he wanted the Baron had a debt. Yeah, but my thing is like the Baron wasn't in the city. Why did he try to take the city? I don't know. Maybe he thought the Baron was there. Maybe he saw a poster for the show. Oh, yeah. The Adventures. And he's like, this motherfucker's got to yeah. pay. I'm getting my money back. I want my fucking money. Um, what was cool, though, was like one of the um, the Baron's out there riding around on his horse being a badass, like cutting people's heads off. Like there's a line of people lined up and he just goes down through there and cuts every head off. Bam, 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 bam. No big deal. You know? <laughs> One of one of the dudes tries to shoot at the Baron, and Berthold like runs. Uh, uh, oh my me. God! It was at this <laughs> point I stopped asking questions. Yeah. Well, this is like the end of the movie. I quit asking yeah. questions when the when the king of the I, I had a lot on. of questions, but yeah. At this point, right. he chases down the bullet and grabs it. He's like, "Oh, it's hot," you know. Yeah. He's trying to. <laughs> it's burning his hand. Uh, uh, uh. He finally stops it. Uh, they they take all they take the entire Turkish army out. The city's saved. Yeah, the city's saved. Or is it? Yeah. Uh, so the Baron they're having the parade to celebrate the victory, and the Baron is shot dead by the guy who's like financing the Turkish war. Almost, yeah. that's what it seems a bad like. Guy. 
Yeah, bad guy number like, two. He's a prick. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't really feel like the Turk was a bad guy per se. Yeah, you know he what was I mean? just. Like, you know, I kind of liked his character. I did too. <laughs> he was. I wanted to see him go on adventures with the bear. Yeah, they had a good back and forth. You know, they did. Yeah, right. So the Baron got shot, and then um, they have his funeral, and um, but cut back to they're in the city, and he's still telling the story. So the Baron didn't. No, he really said, die. and that's one of the many times that I died. Or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's like what? It's like <laughs> what's weird is it cuts back to, you know, the the theater, and earlier in the movie, the theater was destroyed, and then <laughs> yeah, right. now he's in the theater, and it's okay, and it's like, I mean, yeah, every, what's like going everybody, on? Like, yeah, everybody is like gathered around. Every they're they're not even fighting; they're just listening to the story. Um. Well, the Baron knows how to spin the yarn. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's like, you know, it ain't about fishing. It's about storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He spun that web thick, yeah. for sure. You know? So then um, he's, he closes his tale by saying everyone had, who had a talent for it lived happily ever after. That, that That's such a cool line. Like, I really like that line. Anyway, they're like, what are we going to do about the Turks? Because you've been telling the story the whole time. And he's like, it's all right. And the and the Baron, the old Baron, the storytelling Baron, I guess the real one, if you want to consider it that, <laughs> like, marches everybody to the beach. And, every, and the Turks are like, it looked like, like it did whenever they beat all the Turks. Like, there was bodies laying everywhere. Yeah. And um, and the city was saved. So, like, I don't. How did so that, my, what, what happened? Like, yeah, how? Yeah, for real? Well, like, I, like while telling the story about saving I, the city, it's like the story that he was telling saved the city, right? I want to. Well, I want to believe that he went in. And got everybody into the theater, which is a safe place. Told the story long enough for his, uh, you know, servants to go out there, straighten the mess up. But he was fighting them too, right? Well, that. See, I don't know. I mean, he's he's the Baron. Yeah, that's 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 what I thought. I thought like when they killed everyone, like I thought that was it. I was like, okay, so that happened. Well, it's one of the, like, there's a couple of ways, a couple of different ways that I've kind of looked at it. Like, the fir- my original thought was like, okay, he, he told the story. He added the little girl into the stories, of course. But, like, him and his dudes went out there and, like, got rid of the Turks, and then he walked into the city. But that doesn't make sense because the city was being bombed. The whole time he was telling the story. Yeah, exactly. The war was still going on. Dude, the story that he told. Like, I don't know how, I mean. I mean yeah. You, <laughs> I don't know. I was lost off and on throughout the film. Oh, I was lost. For yeah. sure. Well, it's one of those, it's one of those experiences that I've had watching films where I just take it for what it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, I, I didn't really question much about it. Yeah. I like, well, I mean, there, there wasn't much too, because it, it kind of gave itself, you know, it wasn't too deep, only in in the sense of like how 
Gilliam's directing took that film from one situation to another throughout all the acts. Yeah, yeah. And it was just it was it, it was it was just a, a bizarre film that was just hilarious. When it, the more ridiculous it got, like the funnier it was. Yeah, yeah. So, but so, what do you think happened, Trav? How was the city saved? The city was saved about a story. About I mean, exactly. That's what saved. happened. I mean, <laughs> when you watch the movie, it's like, okay, he's telling the story about them stopping this war, and that's what happened. I mean, it was right? like the movie. The movie was the ultimate. You had to be there to. <laughs> you had yeah. to be there, and the Baron was there, and he was there, and he was over here, and it's like, what? They went to the moon, and then a volcano. Yeah, and then into a fish. Which what's great, like what's funny but crazy at the same time is like the stories that they were all telling before the Baron shows up is the exact same things that happened to them. And he's like, You're like like we said earlier, you're not giving enough you're not giving it enough uh like it was different than that. You're not you're not spicing it up enough. You're making kind of a mockery out of my adventures. And then he goes in and like And, and he, your story's not gonna stop the war. Yeah, my story. I'm the Baron. I can stop the war. Um, it was. I mean, I buy, rent, pass, buy, watch, pass. What you got? Well, I've watched it. <laughs> well, this buy, movie will pass. not make it into my collection. Here's I'm gonna say this. I missed the boat. Like, right. This is the first time I've seen it. I didn't watch it when I was younger. I missed that boat. I've watched right. it. It's two hours. I don't mm. see myself watching it again. Like, right. Um, that's the thing. It was long. Yeah. Not only was it long, but it was it was hard to follow. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm all over the place. <laughs> well, the bear was. I all don't over have the place. a connection to this movie. Right. I understand. I understand that like completely. Judge Dredd or Yeah. You know. I feel like I would have to go with I would have to I'd have to break it down into like different ways because the movie's got a cult following. Well, you've got kids. Oh, I mean I would definitely consider it a family movie. Oh yeah. Uh, there's enough there's enough tongue in cheek to it to occupy the adults while the kids. It was get definitely to, funny. And the adventure the adventure aspect was was always I've I've always enjoyed movies like that. They always bring me back to that. You know, watch like I said, you know, watching movies like Hook, Time Bandits, um, all those other types of films where it's just like like the child the child gets swept away on this ridiculous little odyssey, you know. Yeah, this um, whimsical journey. I would definitely say buy it if you're someone that wants that has a that has a collection of films where you have the ones that are just solidly good movies, and then you also have ones that you appreciate on a production level. Because that's honestly one of the the things that really kept me oh kept, kept my attention in the film was just how well it was shot for its time and everything. It was ahead of its time. Oh yeah, um, for the visuals, sure. The visuals were great. Like the, it, it, it was it was classic, you know, 
Gilliam, like with Monty Python and all the things that, that, that he's that he's known for in his films, um, it's all there. If you're a Terry Gilliam fan, I definitely would recommend watching it. If just to, just to have that other title of his under your belt. Yeah. Um, I think if you're looking for just a movie to watch, though, I think it's it's definitely something that's got to be rooted in context. Like, there's got to be a, a better reason for watching it rather than just, oh, okay, I've never seen it. You know? Yeah. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Yeah, that's one reason why. I if you, if you if you love <laughs> over the top comedy, it's definitely worth the watch. If you like watching stuff like um, like Naked Gun. Oh yeah, um, movies with re- like it's. I, I don't want to call it slapstick because it's not that. A little bit. It's just completely exaggerated. It's very British. Comedy. That was it the was best really best way to put great. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's long. So personally, would you buy it, Trav? Buy it. Uh, bargain buy. Blu-ray buy. Blu-ray bargain. I'd probably pass on Blu-ray. I mean, well, I mean, if you're gonna watch it, if you're gonna watch it, I'm not a, I'm not a Blu-ray person yet. I, I mean, I'm still late to the party on. But Blu-ray. this movie, this movie was bright. Like, oh yeah, it had a lot going on. Now, how cheap I, are we talking on Blu-ray? Because I'm gonna I say seven, seven ninety-nine. Now, how much money do I have in my pocket? That's what. That's what. That's what we're talking like. <laughs> you got fifty dollars. I, I mean. It would it would Wait. be great too if it's if it comes with something like it's a it's yeah. a two feature, well, it's a two pack. Yeah, Time Bandits, Adventures of Barry Moon. I might buy it then, but it's ten dollars at this. Oh point. damn! Well, <laughs> it's still just ten dollars. It was definitely a movie. It was an experience. Yeah, <laughs> to it say the a, least. Like yeah, right. <laughs> I think uh, it's it's a it's also it's definitely a movie too where. The things that happen for comedic value in the film are oh, it was funny. So, they they stand on their own so well. It was that funny. This is this is this is the kind of movie I would imagine having on, not really as background noise, but like you're watching a movie. It's something you can kind of come back and forth with. Oh, dude! Because paying heavily heavy attention to it, you're probably going to get lost anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, dude. I so watched it. Okay. I watched this movie. Like I didn't take my eyes off the screen. And when it went off, I was like, I gotta watch the end of this again. Like I had to back it up like forty minutes. Like I was still like, what just happened there? Like yeah, did I miss right. something? I didn't miss anything. I saw yeah. it all. This is a movie you put on when you want people to leave. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and they yeah. will. They'll leave. They're like, oh, this this is hard to follow and you're like you're hard to follow no this it, no it, i wouldn't put it so negatively like that adam i would say this is a movie hey, the mighty boosh is something you put on to run people off it will like <laughs> they'll that, leave uh, it, it, well it's all it, well it can also be worth you know used to uh you know see if you've got this if you're really on the same wave, wavelength with somebody because this this movie is odd oh yeah and i love it Griffin, do you own it? Uh, I got it on VHS. Okay, well, you own it. Yeah, I did yeah, feel cheated us, that I didn't. Your, I felt cheated that I didn't get to see this movie. I have to, a long I have time to agree ago. with Adam on that too. I feel like I would have more. I was cheated. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it. It. 
it's a movie that for now, for today's audience, I feel like it probably rests in that area of like nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, I feel like people who watched it, like, like for instance with you, like, you know, you said you watched it, you know, as you were growing up and stuff. I feel like, I feel like people would be more, are going to be more towards your opinion, having been able to, you know, have seen it when they were younger. It's, it's got the memories associated with it. And it, it, yeah, it's definitely a movie. I know I've missed the wagon. I never on. heard of the movie until a few years ago when Griffin mentioned it. Yeah, I was like, dude, never heard about <laughs> it. You gotta watch this movie. And it was there for a, uh, a movie. I'm glad. I'm glad I watched it because there was enough. There was enough in it that having watched it, I kind of was. I, I did have the feeling the whole time going, why, why haven't I? Why haven't I seen this sooner? Like this yeah. is. Yeah, it's not it's what I expected. For some oh, reason, I, I didn't I saw, expect what, what, that. Like. The, the moment I saw that the Baron's nose was in fact that fucking big, I was like, <laughs> "Okay, all bets are off yeah. here." Yeah, and he, he ages, which is it's such a cool uh, school, a cool storytelling aspect. Because when they get to the moon, the girl mentions, "Oh, you look like you're younger." Well, it's because adventure. I mean, he is younger. Well, I mean that play that place marker in the story. You know, he was a little bit like when they go back in uh, time. And but show, the girl was there. Yeah, well, the the girl, the way that I took it was like, he's telling the stories, yeah. and the girl, like, he's telling the story in the theater. Everybody's sitting around listening to like it. Like, the girl is the embodiment of the audience. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, Come with so, us now on a journey through time and space. <laughs> yeah, right. The world well, of the Baron Menchow. Hey, it had a real Princess Bride feel. Yeah, it did, right? The storytelling, like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, like. Yeah. They definitely don't make movies like these anymore. No. Oh no. And they never will. Well, they're afraid to now. Yeah. My All right, so of course for me it's going to be a hard buy Blu-ray <laughs> of course. Like, like the whole it. like the whole 9 yards. Yeah. But my thing is is the 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 meaning that I got from the film is the power of storytelling is so oh, yeah. great. You know. And that, oh, yeah. that's he tells the story the whole time, and then the war's over. Like, yeah. and and maybe him telling the way that the that the movie ended was a story, and everybody just died. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. because mortality and death plays into it so heavily because the big time. The, the, yeah, the Grim Reapers always showing up, and he you know? wanted to die. Yeah. Oh, he wanted to die for sure. Um, no doctors so, every time. Oh yeah, we got to. I forgot to mention that. So when he when he gets shot in the like during the parade, uh, they're like, "Oh, get a doctor." He's like, "No doctors, no doctors." The doctor walks over there and he's like, "Oh God!" And then the doctor turns into death. Yeah, and I'm like, "This I guy pulls really, his soul out." Yeah, out of his mouth. It's like it was we'll weird, see. man. It got dark a couple of times. Yeah, it got real dark. Yeah. I was yeah. I was sitting there thinking, what is this movie trying to tell me? Hmm. You know, to to tell stories. Yeah, hell yeah. To to take your it legacy. It was a story and, within a story within a story, yeah. like story storyception. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, by all across the board for me, I fucking love it, man. I watched it twice. <laughs> Recently. Like I yeah, like b- between last week and this week, I watched it twice. How many times have you seen that movie? Um, I probably say I've seen it at least like five to seven times. Okay. 
it's it's one of those movies like when you get into that mind frame like you know you, I, I don't know if this happens to you guys but like if i get into a, a mind frame of like i'm gonna watch some gangsta shit yeah. i'm gonna watch like casino yeah and goodfellas and the departed i'm yeah. gonna like you know within a couple of weeks or a month i'm gonna like hit all the good ones yeah well, when I want to watch Princess Bride and Time Bandits, I'm watching this movie yeah. with you, you know. But and it's not maybe once every couple of years, but I'm, you know, I watched The Princess Bride way more than I watched this movie for sure. But this is one of those movies that I I I, I sit around and I'm like, I wonder what the Baron's up to. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I and I throw it in, and, and every single Dude, time I watch it, I enjoy it. WWBD man, what would Baron do? Yeah. I mean, if that's not a T-shirt, <laughs> yeah, with him smiling on it, yeah, that little twinkle, shimmer, yeah, um, WWBD, yeah. What would Baron? I would almost get a Baron Munchausen tattoo if somebody'd pay for it. You know, <laughs> um, I'm just throwing that out there. If anybody wants to pay some yeah. money to me, we'll start a we'll um, start a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, get Griffin a Baron tattoo. Uh, I get a chest piece. They're like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, you haven't seen this movie. Come over to my house. Let's go. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I love all of Terry Gilliam's movies, except for maybe one. But And you know which one it is, I'm sure. Um, which one? I love, <laughs> you already know. <laughs> Brazil. Brazil but, was weird what I fondly remember of yeah, it. Yeah, if anyone picks that, I quit. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> don't make me sit through that shit. Yeah, that, like, but, um, that was his you know, dud. He, yeah, for me it was, yeah, because, um, you know, Dr. Parnassus was cool. Um, Time Bandits was great. I love Time Bandits. Um, Fear and Loathing, of course. Oh, man. You know, that's probably my favorite. Yeah. I'd have to say that as well. That movie's so good. It's, it's good, man. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I'm, we're not even talking about that movie. Yeah. But it's like, rip, rip, rip. yeah, but whenever the, whenever they, whenever he decided that he wanted to do it, like, who could have done it better than Terry Gill? Oh, man, the way that movie is shot is perfect. It really is. Scene for scene. Yes. It's perfect. Acting was perfect. It's spot on, man. Like, y- yes. That, that yeah. movie's a masterpiece. Yeah. I mean, most of his are. What's weird is he hasn't really done a movie since Dr. Panassas, I think. Yeah. Let me see. I'm going to look him up. Didn't he? I feel like he had something to do with that one movie with uh, Zero the, Jew, the Jew Hunter. Yeah. Now, I watched that. Yeah. I haven't and, watched and you can that. definitely tell that that's his movie. Like, right. Just as like whimsical and weird. Oh, it's it's weird, man. But it was good. I enjoyed it. Hmm. It had a real John Malkovich feel, you know. Right. Oh, he did the Brothers Grimm too. I didn't know that. I forgot about that. Yeah, we should definitely watch that uh Zero Theorem at some point. That was Yeah. It I enjoyed it. Monkeys. Yeah, it had a twelve monkeys feel. Yeah. Well, all of his movies kind of have that, you know, there's yeah. something. The way he shoots a movie, it's just. Well, well it's just like. Uh, he's not afraid watch, to go there. 
Well, well, not only that, but it's like when you watch a Scorsese movie, the way he shoots. You know what's him. Yeah, just like Terry Gillum. Yeah. He uses odd camera placement. Oh, yeah. Um, He doesn't move the camera around a lot, a lot, a lot. That's why it feels like a play. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I loved it, man. I love Terry Gillum. I wish I could hang out with him. Mm-hmm. If anybody knows him. Yeah. We want to have him on the podcast. DM us. all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Real Facebook. MySpace. Yeah. And let us know if you thought it was as great as I did or if you missed the boat. Did you jump the shark with uh, with this movie? I feel like a dick, but I just... Uh, <laughs> no, I understand. It's a weird movie. Yeah, it is. Um, so anyway, before we get uh, get around to um, uh, Trav's pick, they released the name of the next Star Wars movie. Oh, I don't know this. Yes. And uh, Travis has the deets on it. Kind of. Yeah, so... <laughs> dirty deets and <laughs> it's, uh, dirty. So it's going to be called The Last Jedi. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Now, now, Griffin and I talked about this a minute ago. And he made a good point that, you know... Jedi is both singular and plural. Yes, Kotaku. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and Tweezers. so, yeah. What could it mean? Well, like I was saying before, um, since the passing of Carrie Fisher, are, I mean, they're going to, you know, of course they're going to have to rewrite the, the ninth film but how is how far are they going to take that her passing? Because uh, Travis said that she had a major role in the ninth film. That her story was what? What? Did, how did you say it, Travis? It's her story you, art. You said it so elegantly. Yeah. Well, it's like it, I don't know if I can put it elegantly, but I know it. I know. Uh, I know some of the articles that I've read. It's like the way her story was building up to. Uh, it was supposedly going to have a major role in nine, a uh, some sort of conclusion of some sort. Right. But now with her passing, I think they're going to, uh, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Yes. No one knows what they're going to do because Disney has that shit on lock and key. Yeah. Or <laughs> under. under no, they'll it, stone you to death. Yeah. If you leave something. Lore, probably. They'll put you under the jail. <laughs> they'll put you in the fucking moon jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll send, they'll, send, they'll send you to the moon, man. Yeah. Um, I, if Robin Williams was actually like on oh the moon, my God. Deal, I, I, would, I would live there. Yeah. Moon would have been a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so with with the, all that being said, uh, what we were talking about earlier was, you know, so in, in the Star Wars series, they're going to have to kill Princess Leia off, of course, General Leia, however you want to, Leia. Um, you know, Han's past, uh, you know, of course, in Force Awakens. And then um, they're going to have to, you know, find a way to take her out of the series, I guess you could say. And my question was, is 
are they going to completely rewrite the story to have the death of Princess Leia affect Luke in such a powerful way that it changes the original direction of the film? Um, I don't know. I wonder, or 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 maybe they maybe they go the simple route and just chalk her up into the opening crawl. I I don't think that they'll do that. I I really they'll think, give her a send off. Yeah, because like it, I think that pe- the the people at Disney would can would feel like that's a disrespectful thing. Yeah, I, the yeah. Star Wars nerds that are writing the movies. Yes, they're like we got to put her in a Prozac pill and shoot her into space. <laughs> but I guess, I guess it would have to be chalked up to if they are able to use the technology to keep her in a few shots until well, she does death. Like maybe they, I mean, I don't know. It could be anything from getting on a, a, a sabotage ship that blows up as it's leaving and remember Tron scene. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, there's a possibility uh, there. And I believe that Disney is in uh, talks, unless they've been resolved by now or if they even happened. But I think they were in talks with Carrie Fisher's estate to have the rights to use her image for those uh, digital reconstructions that they may need for the, yes. the next film or two. Well, they've definitely got enough footage. From well, the, they, from this movie and the last, they could they can piece yeah. it together. They can. <laughs> well, at least we'll get to at least see two out of the three films as they were intended. I guess. Yes. Yeah. God intended. God intended. Um, well, I mean, and they could absolutely do that because uh, Rogue One was that they digitally recreated the nineteen-year-old version of her in that film. Yeah. yeah, and it and um, what was it? Uh, Tarkin, wasn't it Tarkin? Yeah. yeah, Peter Cushing, who's been dead since '92, I believe. Yeah, and that was like it was incredible. It looked, I mean, of course it's not perfect. Yeah. You can tell, but it's but enough it's, to get the point across. Dude, it made me love that character so much more. Um, and it's one of those things that were like. I understand that you write a character and then you you hire an actor or actress to portray that character. So if you think about it, the character lives forever, regardless, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But where where do the where does the li- limit happen where to use a person's actual likeness? You know what I mean? Right. Um, it's it's getting into that weird weird territory with like. I agree. You know, it, it's. Like, are they gonna like? Are they gonna like digitally recreate the Three Stooges? You know what I mean. They can. I mean, I would watch it, of course. George Lucas bought the rights to several. As time goes on, that technology will. George, it's it's inevitable. I mean, it's gonna happen. Now, there'll probably be estates that won't allow that to happen. There, there, there. I think there are already. You can put a price on anything. Well, I think there's already actors who are stating in their wills that upon their death they like they're not to ever be used in any kind now of. That's a dick move, because <laughs> I mean, dude, you're dead. What do you care? Yeah. Like, what do you care? You know, George Lucas bought the rights to James Dean and Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. 
Oh, really? Nah, he did that years ago, before wow. we even had the technology. Hmm. So he, he plans to like you know bring back Marilyn Monroe or James Dean and something like. He bought the rights for that. He's gonna now, make a, porn. a closing a closing point <laughs> on Rogue One because I know that's a whole other episode. I have not watched that yet, so without any spoilers, Easy. I will say this: it it really builds up. It's good. Just, <laughs> it builds up to just how chaotic everything is. The first time Vader and Leia meet in Episode Four. Yeah, like it's it is it is because I mean I, I you can assume that this was going to happen anyway. It was about getting the Death Star plans. Of course, it's going to lead up to Four. So, the transition from the end of that movie to Episode Four is ridiculous. Yeah, right. Um, I'll leave it at that. But because any more would be it would be spoiling it. Yeah. Um, my thing is, is um, you know, he bought uh, George Lucas bought the rights to them. When do you think that they're going to take, they're just going to take the step to be like, well, fuck it. We're not going to hire real actors anymore. We're just going to digitally create the way that we want these people to look. And everything will essentially be a Pixar movie at that point. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it's all... It's- it's already a Pixar movie because ninety percent of everything is shot on green screen, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, how long is it going to be before they're like, "We have the technology to make this look realistic enough for people to enjoy"? And is that going to be the death of of cinema? It'll be the death of movie stars for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's it's kind of a scary thought because, like, it is. It's uh, well. What it's, I don't, it's going to completely take a jab at the arts for sure, especially like theater. Like it's going to make it's going to make acting by human beings recede further back. It's going to take them back a little bit. Yeah. Well, I'll say this on the topic, and I'll leave it at this: you can't digitally recreate a Leonardo DiCaprio performance. No, <laughs> I'm just saying, um, you can't uh, digitally recreate a Christoph Waltz performance. Mm-mm. Doesn't matter how good the writing is. You, I mean, they add to it. Their talent and personality, the way that they take the character and portray that character, Can't do is it. what. No, plain and simple. This is, this is true. In the story, try. yeah, they're gonna try. It'll probably happen, and it could go the way of 3D. Like, it could come out at first, and everyone be blown away by it. It's novelty, and then it just kind of fades into obscurity as something that we tried with cinema, you know? Yeah. So. But, um, all right, so, Trav, you're picking? So yep. What you, what you got for us? Um... I'm going to go with a more recent film. Uh, I want to go kind of go back to horror. Uh, uh, I found this uh, trailer the other day, and um, it just se- it seems like it might be it might be it might be worth a watch. It's called The Neon Demon. Hmm. Um, it, it looks it's horror, suspense, whatever. Thriller. It's a thriller. Um, it doesn't look like it's it was it's typically my cup of tea. But I wanted to try something I'd never watched. 
Uh, I, I don't know if either of you have seen it. Mm-mm. No. And I figure it's got a 50 chance, 50-50 chance, you know. Could be good, could suck. Either way, it's fuel for the fire. Well, if it makes you feel any better, the guy that wrote and directed it wrote and directed driving Bronson. So I feel like maybe maybe we're in store for something. Let me throw this at you. I don't think a lot of people have watched this movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A box office, $3.4 million. It had a budget of $7 million. So, so we're So I guess we're treading into some obscurity here, but... Which is a good thing. Oh yeah, but uh, you know, I, it. It, it, it caught it caught my attention because it was a it was a Keanu Reeves film. He's in it. I don't know for how much. I don't know if it's a bigger or lesser role, but he he was in it, and I was just like, this is interesting. At least half of that seven million was his uh, paycheck. Yeah. Um, summary that I said that I, that I read on it. Um, is it something about some models? Um, girl is a is you know an aspiring one. They you know gets him in, gets involved with a rough group of uh, chicks, and I guess shit goes south. And I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's a surprise hit because there's not many good horror films anymore. Not not really many good suspense film films either. Yeah, yeah. or at least not at least at least not as many that should be getting the attention that it deserves. Right. Well, I think that um, since none of us have seen it, we should watch the trailer and encourage everybody to watch the trailer with us. Yeah. I'm interested. I want to watch it. Kind of, you know, kind of out of the ordinary for something I would watch, but it still has that odd appeal that, you know, it's a film that's not like, you know, where things aren't really what they seem. Yes. I like it. It looks it looks really good. Yeah. The way it's shot, it has Yeah, it was it a good trailer. Really, yeah, it was. That trailer did its job. <laughs> it got me interested. From the shaft all the way to the balls. Anyway <laughs> <laughs> We don't have to leave that in. Um Yeah we so do. Anyway, <laughs> it's gonna live forever in infamy. Yeah. My kids are gonna hear it one day. Be like, Dad, what were you talking what about? What the fuck, man? Yeah. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, we're next week we're gonna watch Neon Demon. And uh it looks awesome. Yeah. So everybody watch it. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you thought about the Baron. Maybe uh Maybe we need to check in on the Baron every so often, see how he's doing. Yeah. You know? Wait. Like ever. The Baron made a few bad lieutenant decisions. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) if we're going to get to the nuts and bolts of it, I mean, the biggest bad lieutenant decision that he made was taking that child with him. Yeah. I mean, that's. Well, he left his buddy on the moon for 20 years. For a piece of puss. And then he rolls up, and he's like, oh, you, you expect me just to get over that? Like, everything's cool. I'm just going to come with you on another adventure? And he's like, yeah. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> See you next Wednesday. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, is that a bad lieutenant decision on uh, Bert Holt's part at that point? Why did he stay there? I don't know. For 20 years. <laughs> like, Why did he forget who he was? 
and forget how to run. Yeah. You think that he would be able, since he can run that fast to tear up like get away. Alice. Yeah. You think that he'd be able to run enough to like break through? Well, that's how he got under the floor. <laughs> he got stuck under there. Yeah. Uh, um. Well, he made bad lieutenant decision by making out with Uma Thurman too. Yeah, he did. Um, I mean, Vulcan was pissed, man. He was pissed. How are you going to upset a god by making out with his wife? What's what? What I thought was hilarious was how he would always look at her, Vulcan would, and do the little eye flutter. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you trying to? He, he gave her a diamond. You know, he crushed that rock. He was like a diamond. You know, <laughs> and she's and like, she, oh, yeah, a diamond, another throw, diamond. She throws it in the corner. Put it oh. in the diamond pile. <laughs> <laughs> would the Baron give her a flower? Yeah. She was like, "Oh, I never, I never get one of these here in the volcano." <laughs> I don't even think you think grows down here. Yeah, uh-uh. just assholes. Yeah, and that dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you make any bad lieutenant decisions, let us know too. Yeah, I think we need to check back in on him soon. Yeah, well, there, I know there's there's a part two. <laughs> well, I know some people that haven't seen the first one, so I might have to be like, hey, guys, what are you doing? <laughs> you want to watch something cool and crazy? <laughs> Put that on. Like, what the fuck are you religious? Watch? Yeah. <laughs> I, want meet, I want you guys to meet my buddy Baron. Yeah, with his buddy, Bad Lieutenant. I would like to see um, this movie and replace the Baron with the Bad Lieutenant. Yeah, he doesn't want to be there. And then put Baron in the bad lieutenant. The bad Baron. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to see the Baron beat off next to a car. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's like a well, little, he, little twinkle no, on his dick. Lieutenant Chauvin. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that, like, if the Baron's in bad lieutenant world, like, he rolls up to the car with those chicks in it, and instead of jerking off, he's like, and then they got in the car and drove to fucking yeah. Jupiter. You know? <laughs> You know, like it's gonna. When go they got in the car, melted, and suddenly they were in a pool of jelly. The bad yeah. Baron. The <laughs> the bad Baron. What would it be the the uh, Baron Lieutenant? Yeah. No, the Adventures of Baron Lieutenant. There you go, Lieutenant Lieutenant M- Munchausen. Yeah. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I, I want. see. That poster. Yeah, I want to see somebody mash that up. We we that needs to be a thing, where we mash up movie posters. Oh my God! Yes, movie, yeah. movie poster mashup. Yeah, play the clip. Movie poster mashup. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, I wanna see, I wanna see Bad Lieutenant yelling at the Grand Turk the way he yelled at Jesus. Yeah, you know, and here's why, you cocksucker. First person to mash that up gets an autographed copy on Blu-ray. Are we gonna sign it? Yeah. <laughs> I was fixing to say. No, we all three have to sign at the Baron. Oh yes. <laughs> you know what? I would like to see. Um, you know they did the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. You know, which is like, you know, the Invisible Man and Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, and you know, um, what's her name from Dracula, yeah. Dracula's Bride, or whatever. I want to see like. My movie mashup is going to be the bad lieutenant so far and the Baron. And I, 
I'm going to find the other three. We're going to figure this out. And I, I want to see a movie with well, him. Bad Lieutenant, Judge Dredd, yeah. Stallone. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Eugene bitch from Levy. Ex Machina. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Voltron. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's another story for another time, another podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be on our After Hours podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, just let us know what you think about the Baron. Check in on him. Check in on Bad Lieutenant. See how he's doing. Um, and we're going to watch uh, Neon Demon tweet us at uh, Real Estate Pod. We got Facebook. Facebook, MySpace, Twitter, Pure Volume, yeah. LinkedIn. Uh, Rever- Reverb Nation. Yeah, we got it all. Um, yeah. Instagrams. If anybody wants to make mashup posters. Oh, my God. Please. Yeah. Send them to us. Pick for pick. Yes, pick for pick. I'll post a pick of my mashup if you post yeah. a pick of your mashup. When I say mashup, <laughs> it's not the mashup you're thinking. Like, Yeah, that's not what I was <laughs> expecting at all. It's going to look. <laughs> um, let's see. The, the, today is the 26th. I'm pretty sure that they announced the, uh, the Academy Award nominees soon. I'm pretty sure it's this Sunday they announce it. So next week we'll actually have what we're what we're going to pick from. Yeah. So play along at home. Yeah, remember that. <laughs> yeah, right. As Stay we classy. get ourselves as we get ourselves prepared for March movie madness. Movie movie man 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 madness madness. Oh, they've got them up already. All right, we'll do this next week. Um. So yeah, everybody, let's uh. Neon Demon, let's just keep on watching.